Welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats in notable restaurants. Order up. I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And this week, it's going to be our Opposites Alike Spring Break Edition Season 2 series. Um, This is our last Opposites Alike of the year. So sad. But we're excited to tell you where we've been and what we've been doing over our amazing, relaxing, I wish we were back, spring break. Yes. Kind of sad to be back. Very you know, sad. not as sunny as in Hawaii. Or sunny as in California. But we are back, sadly. But that means we can just tell you the adventures we've been going on. Slash, not really adventures for me, but um, we can call them adventures. And the eating adventures specifically. Exactly. Yes. So, Chloe, where did you go for this spring break? We did a really short and sweet trip to San Francisco in California to just visit some friends. We had lots and lots of tasty food, which I'm really excited to talk about. But, Haley, where did you go? I went to Maui in Hawaii. Um, I know we said last opposite, like, that that time we went to Maui would be a goodbye trip and we wouldn't go again in a couple of years. But we lied. Our family lied to you. We went again this year because we didn't know anywhere else to go. And I wanted to go somewhere sunny. And it just ended up being here. Like, that's just how fate worked. Um, so yeah, we just did a little five, six day trip to Maui and it was very relaxing and sunny, lots of tanning, reading, yummy acai bowls, my faves. What was the highlight of your trip? Probably either acai bowls, of course, or just like relaxing and just like not doing anything. Cause I feel like in the weeks before spring break, it was like so stressful or just like so much like go, go, go. Like, this was a trip where you got to, like, just not do anything, and that was kind of nice. Very nice to relax. Kind of harsh reality when you come back. (laughs) I'm not back yet, but it's okay. I can pretend that I'm back. Um, Okay, let's move on to the meals. You can go first, Chloe. What is your first restaurant that you went to? Okay, I think this restaurant is kind of, like, the highlight of my trip it is just something else that I have not experienced before. Very, very high up there in my restaurant tier list. Maybe that's another show idea. Restaurant Love. tier list. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Anyways, we went to Eton in Palo Alto, California. Um, not only was the food good, first of all, but there was very... the. Hmm, how do I say this? The outdoor dining and scenery was very amazing, breathtaking, wonderful. Um, The decorations, they had, like, colorful umbrellas with, like, super cool patterns hanging upside down on the patio outside. I think I already said that. Um, And then the inside was super cool. They had, like, plants hanging from the ceiling, super cool architecture. I know that has nothing to do with the food. No, this seems like like, my type of place. It seems like a Haley restaurant. Ten out of ten already. Yes. It can only go up from here. For sure. Um, oh, and the best part, instead of, like, traditional chairs, we sat on, like, a really long couch bench Ooh. with heaters outside, which That's is so nice. nice. Um, and I guess it's kind of like a fusion-esque restaurant. They describe it as a Calendian fusion. Which what is Cal? Oh, California. California. Interesting. It's kind of like a modern like probably just Indian. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like an Indian American restaurant. Yes. But very it is very California, I do have to say. Um 
But besides the decor and environment, their food was just over the top. Um, we started out with a bunch of appetizers, some that I did not try. I know my friend got an octopus leg. We also got fried chicken, monkey buns, which was something new. They're super delicate bread rolls with like a side dish of butter and eggplant chutney on the side. It's like a twist on like bread and butter. Your favorite yes. appetizer. My favorite. And it was good. The bread was super good. It kind of reminded me of like Hawaiian rolls. I love Hawaiian rolls. Not like sliced bread, you know bread, that but, you Hawaiian know. rolls aren't made in Hawaii? Like me and in my family, factory. yeah, they they're made in California. I felt so like screwed over because like my family, we usually get Hawaiian rolls in Hawaii, but I look at the packaging and it's actually from California. That's so sad. So you went to the birth of the Hawaiian rolls. Yes, maybe that's why they tasted sad. extra good. You know, Probably. extra fresh, fresh from exactly. the factory. But exactly. I do think that these might be handmade, <laughs> homemade, and housemade. I don't know Same what you call thing. it. Um, I like the name. Yes. Did you know that there's a King's Hawaiian restaurant in, like, L.A.? Did you go? You no. didn't go to L.A. I want to go. Wait, so they just have King's they, Hawaiian they, okay. stuff? They had the bread, first of all. They toast the Hawaiian rolls. Do you do that? Sometimes, so I have time. I do not do that. It's yummy and warm. And they had food. They had Hawaiian food, and they had mochi donuts. How do you know about this? Because we went, like, before COVID. So lucky. I want to go. Very nice. Goals. I want to go back. item now. Okay, back to Eton. Another appetizer that we got was the sesame leaf. On the menu, I was not sure what it was like. I wasn't sure if it was like a raw leaf that we just like eat like lettuce, like raw lettuce. But when I came out, it was super pretty. Very interesting combination of flavors. Um, it has mango, chickpea crumble, sesame brittle, and cilantro on top. And it's like a fried sesame leaf, kind of like holding it all together. Dang, I didn't know sesames had leaves. Yeah. Mind blown. But look at you being it's all adventurous. Very, yes. Branching out. Love this. Something that, I don't know, you probably won't see at other restaurants, I think. Like who would but serve a fried yeah. sesame leaf? Oh, it also had cranberries, I think. That's an interesting combination. It's a very interesting combination, but it was good. If it has mango on top, it's already 100% for sure. And another appetizer. We got so much food here. Um, we got black pepper cauliflower, which was deep fried with, I think, curry leaves on top. And that cauliflower, I know we just did our vegetable yeah. tier list, but if it was prepared like that, that would be like S tier, you know? God level. God level. Dang, that's some good cauliflower then. They must have added a lot of stuff to make it taste good, because cauliflower tastes like nothing. I think it was deep fried. Interesting. But it was so good. I could eat like the whole entire plate of cauliflower, which is very rare for cauliflower. Maybe cauliflower needs redemption. I think maybe we need a redemption vegetable tier list. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Anyways, um... Kind of on to the entrees, the main meal. We got, of course, the traditional butter chicken with garlic naan. Kind of the same as, like, your typical butter chicken, but wasn't as thick. And then the garlic naan was really interesting. Um, kind of added that flavor, extra flavor to that butter chicken. Um, we also got black cod, which is interesting because you don't typically see black cod at Indian restaurants. But their black cod was very good. Is it very black soft. on the inside? 
<laughs> I think we talked about this before. I know, I don't remember. I don't no. remember what you said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, that name sounds familiar. Just need to double check. Maybe we're just the black cod kind of family. Yeah, like you eat black cod at every restaurant, I swear. It's so good. Anyways, this black try. cod follows the black cod train. Very good black cod. Um, not black on the inside, but very flaky. Very, no, very. That's how people used to describe fish. They used the word flaky. Flaky? Yeah. It was not flaky. It was like the opposite of flaky. It was very juicy. Yeah, that's what isn't that what people used to describe juicy? Flaky? I don't know. It's like when it like falls off the fork. People say like flaky. I thought flaky is like. You know, like cornflakes, crunchy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like being confused because, like, I watched a lot of Diners, Drivers, and Dives, and he just says the most randomest things. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe my food vocabulary is not up to par with Guy Fury, but it's it okay. was very tender. How about that? Tender, yeah, that's yes, good. and flavorful. And we got a lot more dishes, but I think the last dish. That I'm going to talk about is their copra beef. It's kind of like, it reminded me of short ribs. It is not short ribs. But like, you know the short ribs that just kind of like fall off the bone? It reminded me of that. And it had like a gravy sauce on top of it. That was also super good. But overall, this restaurant, 10 out of 10. One of the best. One of the best restaurants in Palo Alto. And it's also walking distance from like everything downtown palo alto if you're ever there stanford students can hit it up (laughs) yes um what was your favorite dish at Eton palo alto that's a hard one but i'd probably have to say the cauliflower the cauliflower cauliflower i know cauliflower was getting into redemption you know what's funny about Eton? um that's it reminds what me of Ethan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His, his French, he, when he played soccer, he had a French soccer coach, and the French guy would pronounce it, Eton, Eton, get the ball. <laughs> so that reminds me of that. You know what it reminds me of? What? My brother, Ethan. Chloe, oh my gosh. no way. <laughs> On one of our Christmas cards, like 2016, something around that, um, they spelled my brother's name Eton, like, or like E.T. Han, uh-huh. E.T.-Han, Eton. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, oh, yeah, but... why would they do that? I don't know. It's embarrassing for him. Anyways. LOL. Eton, very, very good, good restaurant. I like how you describe the decor. I think decor can make or break a restaurant in that. So important. Yes. Sounds amazing. I want to go back. Even though I was just there... I kind of miss the food, you know? Mm-hmm. California has so many restaurants. It's insane how food big it palace. is. Exactly. Okay. Moving on to Hawaii. Ew. Okay. Um, we left early on, like, Friday because we wanted to go to Pearl Harbor first um, in Oahu, Honolulu. <laughs> Is that where you stayed? Uh, I thought you were f- in Maui. No, no, we, we did. But, oh, like, island hopping? F- yeah, f- island oh hopping. Oh, my gosh. Three islands, guys. Three? Um, no, Mercer what? Island. Oh, oh. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. What an adventure. Exactly. So then we stopped there for one night, and we went to Pearl Harbor in the morning, 
Have you ever been to Pearl Harbor? I've not, but I've seen, like, photos and videos. It's really, like, I don't know, impactful and to be there because it's, like, hard to imagine, like, what happened there. But they make their memorial really well, and it's just a really good learning place. And I think a place everyone should visit to, like, learn what has happened in that devastating bombing. Bring um, stuff into perspective. Yeah. I know. Kind of sad. Or very not, sad. Kinda. Very sad. It was very sad. But, I don't know, the way they make the museums and, like, you have to like, get a boat ride to, like, visit some of, like, the memorials. And they do a good job of, like, preserving the history of that place. And then later that afternoon, we took a flight to Maui, which is super fast. It was an airplane? Yeah. Ooh. Was it, like, one of those small airplanes? Eh, it was, like, really empty, though. Like, okay. I had an entire road to myself. It was nice. Wow. But it was only for, like, 40, 30 minutes. Um, and then that, for our first night, we went to Paella Fish Market, which has been one of our staples for so many years. Um, and, you know, we got the calamari, which is, like, the calamari in Hawaii is, like, different than the one in the U.S., Sorry. Um, I think it is in the U.S. <laughs> the calamari is different than the mainland. In the mainland. Because it's, like, thicker, because I think they used a different squid. So it's just a nice little touch. Does it taste more fresh? Yeah, in a way. Like, it's definitely more meaty, if squid could be meaty. Um, and more, like, hefty, I guess. And then the thing about paella is, like, you... They have, like, a fish of plate or, like, a fish of the day thing. And you, like, choose one of their fish, which is, like, mahi-mahi, salmon, ahi, ono, etc. I chose ono. And you can choose how it's prepared, like, baked, blackened, like, Cajun style. And I did blackened, which is, like, I don't know. They just put it on an iron skillet and they just, like, cook it a lot with, like, spices. (laughs) So it looks black on the outside, like black cod. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then you choose a side. Did they serve black cod there? I don't think so. No, they didn't. No. Because I don't think you catch you catch cod in Hawaii. I have no idea. But then you can I'm also. I'm sure there is some swimming around. You know. Yeah, you can you can do it yourself. But fish is definitely a big thing. So after it was prepared, it looked like black cod. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> was it like a whole fish or was it like chopped up, cubed? No, it was just like a square fish. Okay. Like, like a, a slice. fillet. Yeah. Okay. Like a okay. And then you could also choose a side, like rice, french fries. But I did, like, rice and home potatoes. Solid. Very good. And, yeah, you just eat it. And it was great. Um, that sounds so good. Yeah, like, it's cool that you can, like, choose what you want. Because there's, like, lots of options. And everything's, like, fresh. And I don't know, it's just, like, a staple because it's just consistently, like, good. And, like, I don't know. I'm not going to And I'm sure you don't even need to talk about the environment of Hawaii, but... Yes. That combined with the food, so good. And then it's nice that you can, like, sit outside and, like, not being too cold and just, like, a nice little breeze. But what's cool is that it's, like, right across from this really old tree. And this tree is, like, not even a tree. It's, like, huge. Is it the one with a bunch of roots? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That tree is so cool. It's it's humongous. It's, like, an entire, like, a couple blocks. And it just, like, goes everywhere. And it's just a nice view to look at when you're eating your meal um any other hawaiian restaurants we can do one more this one island vintage coffee of course for every either i either had it for breakfast or for lunch um 
there was the original acai bowl, which is just like their OG, which is the base and like strawberries, blueberries, granola, honey. And then um, I tried a new one this time. It's called the Hawapa Moana Bowl, which has like a coconut cream slash pudding and papaya instead of like the other toppings. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed this one too. It like was very fresh and I love papaya and the papaya was so good. And is that the one that came with the coconut? Like, yeah, it looks kind of like ice cream. Yeah, it does. Okay, both of those, so good. I feel like Island Vintage is kind of just like an eating adventure staple at this point. I miss it so much. Maybe an Island Vintage in Seattle exactly. but could I think, come, but, the thing but about it has to be in Hawaii. The ingredients are way better. That's why it's so good. It's very true. I feel like it wouldn't be the same, but like to have that, oh, so good. So jealous. Okay, how about you, Chloe? Any other top places that you visited? Okay, should we do drinks or should we do food? Whatever floats your boat, your okay. Californian boat. I, I think we can do drinks. Okay. So I'm going to kind of group four restaurants or beverage places Bobo into shops. Bobo shops, drinks, into one kind of long segment here. Um, I'm going to start out with my very favorite Boba Guys. I don't know if I've talked about it before on Eating Adventures. I think I remember a little bit okay well there i think it was oh my gosh boba guys is in town and country mall which if you drive past is right across the street from palo alto high school like for lunch everyone goes to town and country with the boba guys that's such a nice place to have high school i know you walk across the street, and there's just, like, this huge mall. I know. Like, what the heck? Lucky. With a bunch of restaurants. And Jamba Juice. Staples. I have to say. Yes. Anyways, um, Boba Guys, we went... It was very hot that day, so we kind of went to, like, cool down, get some drinks. Water. Not water. <laughs> get some Boba in us. It's your water. Yes. As I was kind of, like, looking through the menu, I wanted to try everything on it, but I ended up getting the jasmine green tea with boba, which I do have to say was very good. Very tasty. Their boba is always so consistent. I feel like there's never, like, a bad day where their boba is, like, too soft, too hard, undercooked, whatever. I just can't believe it's right across from the high school. I'm so jealous. And, like, during their passing period, they could just, like, know, every run over and grab something and then, like, run back into class. Especially if you have, like, an off period. You can just go there. Go to Boba Guys and do your homework. It's crazy. So crazy. But kind of on that same Boba track, there's another shop called Wanpo. It's in Stanford Mall, which is, like, a two-minute drive from town and country. Which, again, crazy. You can walk there, too. I know. There, I got the taro milk tea with boba. How did that Again, compare? on my taro kick. Their taro is very... I, I do have to say, I think better than Seattle taro. Dang. Very fresh. Very fresh. But the line was very long. But worth it, obviously. I think it's worth it. Yeah, we did have to wait a little bit for that, but... Was it purple? No, nah, a little bit. Yeah, that's the same for young tea. When you know it's fresh, it's yes. not purple. So that's a good it's thing. It's not like deep purple, but you yeah. can tell that it's like a little. Yeah. A little bit. It's like natural taro color. And then that was kind of like I think I think we did end up going there twice. So How many days were you there? <laughs> we were only there for like three. And you <laughs> stayed in five boba stops with the 
Okay, okay. That was those were the only Beowulf places. Okay. But the next place, Hui Laoshan, I think. That place is like more of a dessert place. Not as much boba. I think they did have boba, but their menu was kind of like mango filled, so every single dish or heaven, actually heaven thing dessert had mango. Um, we got two different kinds dessert we got the pomelo and mango with sago as well as the mango chewy ball and both of them mango filled (laughs) and i think there's very staple desserts you know what is sago sago is like have you ever had that little little boba not like regular size boba like pearls probably little teeny tiny yeah it's like that but clear and not as chewy oh is it like those um you you know those ones where it, like, burst in your mouth at Menchie's? No, it's not that. I know, but, like, it's it doesn't burst in your mouth, but, like, it's, like, the same size and stuff. Uh, no. Saga's, like, super tiny. It's they like, have it in, like, desserts. It reminds me of chia without the seed. You know, like, the outside of the chia when, like, so Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a fun texture. Very fun. They also have, like, sago and coconut milk for a lot of Asian desserts, which is super good. And I guess a lot of people have it with mango. Looks very yum. I searched it up, and I think we do have a location of Hui Laoshan in Seattle somewhere, maybe Redmond. We I don't do. know. We I do want to go. go. Yes. Mango. I would love to eat some more mango. Mango is to die for. And it was good mango, too, not like sour. Sour, fibrous. Very sweet. Very fibrous. mango-y. And then... Okay, I have a lot of drink places, but the last drink place, La La Land. I love the name. It it was like a very California kind of restaurant or I mean, drink beverage place. Yes. They had pastries, drinks, espressos, but my mom and I got the matcha drinks, matcha everything. Um, we got the Lavender Bloom, which is like a purple kind of drink with matcha on top, so it's like layered which is super cool. And then I got the butterfly matcha drink with like blue and the matcha on top. So it's like purple, green, blue. That's super pretty. pretty. And I was kind of surprised by the taste. Like I thought it was just for looks, but it did honestly taste pretty good. That's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally wouldn't care if it tastes bad as long as it's pretty, but it's good. But you get both. both. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I bet so many would love that place because, like, matcha is a big thing right now. Everyone's obsessed. It is. A matcha kick. Yes. I think the next thing is taro. Is taro. I know. (laughs) I was just saying. Watch. Matcha's going to get overrun by taro. I know. We We have to make a taro shop before it gets too popular. But that kind of wraps up my drinks for this california trip love that and moving on to hawaii any other restaurants we have a couple more um for breakfast one day we went to betty's beach cafe i might have chosen it because there's a taylor swift song called betty (laughs) but i also chose it because i looked at the pictures and it was like right next to the water and when we got there it was like super pretty because it's like an open back so there's like no windows in the back of the restaurant so you can see directly out into the water you get to like feel the sea breeze while you're sitting there eating your dish and what i got was the betty's pancake party fun name um 
and it was like banana macadamia nut pancakes scrambled eggs and bacon so like a very standard you know breakfast plate how are the banana macadamia nut pancakes because that sounds very very different they were good it tasted like banana pancakes but with like a little crunch in them from the macadamia nuts i don't know if they toast the macadamia nuts but i think toasted nuts taste better than raw nuts Mm -hmm. and cooked things Mm -hmm. but i don't know but i thought it was good so it has to be cooked and cooked yes cooked and cooked because technically if you like bake raw nuts it's not really like roasted so it doesn't taste as good I learned that from my baking shows. Oh, fun fact. Food Network, guys. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, we just hung out. And for dinner that night, we went to Miso Fat Sushi. The name, iconic. <laughs> but the names of their dishes are the best. It's part of um, Guy Fieri's Diner Drive-Ins and Dives. He visited there like a couple of years ago. And we usually go every year. It's always super busy. So this year we got to go, and we ordered the TNT roll, also known as Miso the Bomb. Look at these These names, names are so I fun. Know. They're my favorite. Oh my god. Which was like a shrimp tempura roll um, topped with like an ahi poke, um, unagi sauce, agave, and sesame seeds. And we usually don't get like raw fish on our rolls, but this time I decided that we needed to branch out because we were being too safe. Like we didn't get anything um raw fishy that's kind of like the perfect place to do it you know yeah in hawaii yeah and then the next one i ordered because i like the name it's the rainbow roll also known as miso pretty (laughs) (laughs) which was a california roll um topped with um all types of fish like tuna yellowtail salmon and then also like avocado fish roe and sesame seeds and this one was also very fresh lots of fishy flavors you know i wanted that raw fish they gave me that raw fish so what i asked for and it was also very pretty like the name said yes let me guess another fun name yes okay what is it it's called miso crunchy the tempura (laughs) roll um this one didn't have any raw fish but it was just like a tempura shrimp roll with the regular avocado sauce all the fun stuff and then we also just got, like, California rolls, too, as, like, you know, a little palate refresher. You know, you have to, you have to like, cleanse try the... Cleanse yeah, yeah. Cleanse yeah. your palate. You have to try the more fancy rolls, and then you cleanse it with the Californian roll. But, yeah, I asked for raw fish, um, but did I particularly enjoy it that much? That will be left unknown. <laughs> what did you do with all the sushi, then? Well, my dad cooked it. Oh, okay. Um, He got sashimi, but there's just so much. So then he was like, I'm just going to cook it. At the hotel? Yeah, because we stayed in, like, it was actually a big hotel room. It was, like, had a kitchen and stuff, so that was nice. And, yeah, he just, like, cooked it on the stove because we just got tired. Like, you know, raw fish is good, but, like, if you have too much of it, it becomes, like, very, I don't know, just is, like, a lot. Yes. So my dad just cooked the rest of his sashimi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it was, it was good solid time trying some raw fish i do have a question do they serve miso at all yes they do okay but since we weren't eating like dine-in which we usually do we decided not to get miso soup because they don't want to be yeah. as good sounds like a fun restaurant yeah. the names are just what do it for me like miso pretty i already feel empowered when i look at the name and i feel empowered when i eat it you know okay but how about like the name of the restaurant miso fat I'm laughing. <laughs> not as not as uplifting. 
But it's so funny. It is. Like, Miso Crunchy, Miso the Bomb. Like, they really stuck with the theme, and I love that for them. Let's see, 10 out of 10. Okay. How about you, Chloe? Any last little restaurants from your little Californian trip? Yes. One last restaurant. It's a pasta shop called Uovo Pasta. We just hit a lot of good restaurants this trip. This one, another very good pasta shop because the menu says, well, I'm not going based off of this, but the menu says that everything is handmade in Italy. I believe them. Who knows? The pasta shop says they do it. It the does pasta taste. Shop does it. Yes. It tastes like it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Confidence. Exactly. We believe in them. Yes. And because everything is supposedly handmade in Italy and shipped overnight, all of their dishes were super fresh and like a true Italian meal. They used lots of cheese when cooking. I think that the, the concept of this restaurant was really cool. There weren't that many people there because it was kind of like hidden in a way, not like out in the open. But the like chef's area, the kitchen was like right in the middle of the restaurant. So you could like see them preparing your dishes, see them cooking. Very cool. We had four people, so he had like four pans going at once, <gasps> making four different pastas. And at the end, they just had like wheels of cheese laying around. He did huge spoonfuls of cheese into the pan. That's lots so fun. and lots and lots of cheese. It reminds me of those videos. Dump mm-hmm. all the cheese on it. That's kind of what I felt like. Cheese overload. I like a lot of cheese in my pasta, but like when he put that much <laughs> cheese on it, I was like, oh no, it's gonna be like too cheesy. But it honestly blended in with the sauce. Not too cheesy, but you can definitely taste the Parmesan. Parmesan is your fave, though, so no such thing as too much. Which was kind of surprising that they also said that, like, don't, like, alter any dishes. Like, don't ask for more cheese, don't ask for more spice, because I think they want you to taste it how they cook it. Which, as they should, you know? Like, no one should mess with what they want. (laughs) Yes. Abide by the restaurant rules. Exactly. Like, they're the ones cooking, so they're going to cook for you. Yes. I like uh, how it was like a little secret shop, though. Yes. You always manage to find those, like the little... Uh, very simple shop, but very tasty, rich-flavored food. They also had lots of roasted veggies, roasted mushrooms, which Ooh. I did not partake in, but... Chloe Yang. Very, very good. And I think that's about it. We didn't get that much food from the pasta shop because we weren't that hungry, but it's kind of like a liner. Liner, liner. You were just too full on the boba. We had too much matcha. But it's okay because it was worth it then. Any last restaurants from Hawaii? I have one last one, or like two kind of. Last For our last night in Maui, we went to Hula Grill. Um, it's also right near the water. We've passed it so many times while, like, walking and, like, going on, like, morning runs, but we've never actually went there. So... Staying fit in Maui? Um, I went on two, and then I gave up. <laughs> okay, that's that's still good. It's just so hot, and there's too many people, and I hate being like, excuse me, can you move out of the way? Or just, like, on your left. That's the bay of my existence. running on the beach? Yeah, they have, like, a little path next to the beach. Okay. My parents went more than I did. But I'm trying to maximize my relaxation, you yes. know? You go to Hawaii to relax, exactly. not to run. Exactly. Um, I do love the morning yoga, but we didn't do any morning yoga because that was way too early for me. Did you do, like, aerobic fitness in the water? No, that's for old people, Chloe. 
Have you not joined that before? No, I've not. Have you? I have not. Goals. But I feel like I feel like bucket list item right there. Yes, that should be something that you try next time you go to Maui. But I feel like aerobics in the water would be really hard because it's like in the water. Good exercise. exercise. Yeah. yeah. Good for the knees. Strengthening. Yes. Okay. Anyways, um, at Hula Grill, I got the mango barbecue ribs. As I said, anything with mango. Oh my gosh. Yes. Is gonna be tasty, and it was very sweet. Lots of glaze, and I had a pickled cucumber salad. This restaurant was kind of like Asian fusion in a way, so there was a lot of like fresh fish, fresh fresh meats, and like fish sauce flavors, and it was yums, yummy, yummy, yummy. Did the mango make the ribs taste like more sweet than it typically is? Yeah, I think it definitely made it more sweet, like tangy, more tangy flavor for sure. And we also got roasted beets to share, which were very pretty because you know beets are very colorful, like lipstick. Um, <laughs> yes. And we got calamari too, but lots I don't, of calamari. I know, but this one wasn't thick. It was very mainland calamari. So I guess it just depends on the restaurant. Maybe there's different Maybe they're just squid. mainland kind of people. Yeah, maybe they are. But it's called Tula Grill, so I don't know. JK, okay. And then lastly for dessert, we got their original hula pie, which is something they're known for. They even have, like, a custom plate for it. Like, it says, like, hula pie on the plate. And Fancy, fancy. It wasn't anything too much. It was just, like, it had, like, a chocolate crust, ice cream, whipped cream fudge. And it was a good way to end the trip. Very sweet. Very dessert, very yum. That sounds like a lovely meal. Yes. And then, guess what? The last thing I ate in Hawaii was actually an acai bowl because... No way. We usually go to this Vietnamese restaurant for dinner, but I really, really, really wanted an acai bowl. So then I got an acai bowl. Um, Instead of eating at the Vietnamese restaurant... You missed out on that tasty Vietnamese restaurant? Yeah, but it's okay because... My parents and my brother got to eat, just ate there, and I just sat there. But my brother did get this fancy steak, and that was cool. And I took a video of it for the Insta. (laughs) (laughs) Was it an island vintage acai bowl? Of course it was. It was a great way to end the trip. You could have done a 50-50, you know, like half dinner, half acai bowl. No one wanted to do that? It's okay. I'll sacrifice my appetite for the acai bowl. But yeah, we always go to the same Vietnamese restaurant at the end of every trip. Very traditional. It's, it's called A Saigon Cafe. And it's definitely like the best Vietnamese restaurant that we've been to in Maui. Because we always try to find like other Vietnamese restaurants near our hotel. But none of them are as good as that one. Is it better than Seattle? I think it's very comparable to Seattle. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's better. I feel like many of them are pretty similar. That That's sounds basically like my trip. A very, very relaxing Hawaii trip. But I also forgot to mention a very important fact or detail. We got a convertible. That was fun. Oh my gosh. I saw your dad's Facebook post. It was like your dad with Haley in a convertible in Hawaii. He tagged me. My father. I love it. Yeah, it was so fun. Good update. Lots of wins. Lots of Taylor Swift. Everyone was tired of my oxing. No, I just oxed music. Okay, and that is a wrap on our last Opposites Alike series of the entire year for spring break. So sad, but what a bittersweet ending. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Opposites Alike, um, where Chloe went to good old California and I went to good old Maui. You can check out our Instagram at Podcast for 
a little posty post with all the amazing food pictures and also download eating adventures on all your favorite podcast platforms like spotify amazon music or apple podcasts you can also listen to us live every wednesday at noon here on kmih 88.9 the bridge